Hello, my name's Jack. My name's Rowan. And I'm Rich. And welcome to this week's Premier Skills English podcast. In the Premier Skills English podcast, we talk about football and help you with your English. Over the next two weeks, we're going to focus on all 20 Premier League clubs in the run-up to September the 12th, which is when the new Premier League season kicks off. You're going to hear short discussions about 10 Premier League clubs, their manager, their players and their chances this season. Rich has interviewed a fan of each Premier League team and you're going to hear 10 of those interviews this week and 10 more in next week's podcast. There was one thing that was strange about these interviews, though. What's that, Rich? All these Premier League fans sounded a bit like you or Jack. Yes, uh, a very strange coincidence. I hope you're not questioning those telephone numbers I got for you. Each one a bona fide Premier League fan. This week, we're going to focus on your listening skills. And we'll look at some common football phrases and cliches football fans use when talking about their team. This week's task is to use some of the football phrases we introduce to talk about some or all of the 10 Premier League teams we talk about in this week's podcast. And don't worry if we don't talk about your favourite team because we'll be talking about the other 10 Premier League teams next week. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any other podcast platform, you should also check out our website. On the Premier Skills English website, you'll also find the transcript, examples and activities to help you understand the language and a task for you to complete. You'll also find a community of friendly listeners to interact with in our comments section. And that includes us. We're always around to answer questions and join in the discussions. But if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can always write answers to our questions or any other comments in the review section. Before we do the role plays, let's look back at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear our football phrase last week, We're going to give you one more chance to guess now. Last week's football phrase was This is the name of the match that is played between the winners of the FA Cup and the league champions. It's usually the first match of the new season. In many other countries it's called the Super Cup and this season it's being played between Liverpool and Arsenal. And who won... Arsenal won on penalties. Is that right, Rich? Yeah, Arsenal won. No need to gloat. A big well done to Alex from Ukraine, who was the first to get the right answer last week. If you're not sure what the football phrase is, we'll give you the correct answer at the end of the show, when we give you a new football phrase. Well done as well to Hayato from Japan, W Santa from Argentina, Mo Beckham from Turkey, Marco Zapian from Mexico, Gergo Naj from Hungary, Paulo Victor and Robert Tavares from Brazil, Lubomir from Ukraine, 
And well done to Salamoa and FJ Chavez from Brazil, Max Alex from Vietnam, Daniel Baron 1503, and John Baron Oliveres from Colombia, El Ghul from Algeria, Mayu from Japan, and Emmanuel from France. All of you also got the right answer. Lots of people got the right answer last week. Let's make it harder this week. Last week's podcast was all about managing conflict. Oh yes, I had some problems with my staff at my football cafe. And the task we gave our listeners was to give some tips for football managers trying to avoid conflict in the dressing room. I liked what Salamoa from Brazil had to say. He said that managers should focus on equality and that every player should be treated equally. If players know this, there'll be less conflict. El Ghul from Algeria said that psychology is an important part of managing conflict as a football coach. I agree. Alex from Ukraine said it's important that the manager is the authority in the dressing room. FJ Chavez from Brazil also mentioned this. He said it was like what I said to you two in last week's role play. If you continue arguing, I will cut the tips. If you haven't heard last week's podcast, it's called English at Work, Managing Conflict. You can find it on Premier Skills English and Apple Podcasts now. And you can learn more about the language of managing conflict and tell us what you think is the best way to deal with arguments. As we said earlier, in this week's role play, I'm going to interview fans from each Premier League club. Before each interview, we'll give you a question to answer and then we'll look at one football phrase or cliché. This should be good listening practice because some of these fans talk very quickly. For that reason, we advise you not to look at the transcript this week. We really want you to practice your listening skills. We'll then ask you to listen to each role play again so you can hear the football phrase or cliche in context. OK, let's start with the world's most important football club, Arsenal. The question we want to ask you is... Why is Jack so happy? Arsenal. So, the season kicks off in less than two weeks. How are you feeling? Uh, if you'd asked me a few months ago, I'd have been pretty despondent, to be honest. But now, I'm actually really excited. Why is that? What's changed? Well, winning two trophies in a month helps. But I think Mikel Arteta has got the team playing well and playing for each other, you know. We're also adding depth to the squad. Who have you brought in? Willian from Chelsea on a free, and uh, Gabriel from Lille in France for 20-odd million. He should make us look a lot better at the back. What are you most looking forward to this season? Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang signing a new contract. I want him to stay at the Emirates forever. So, Jack sounds quite excited about the new Premier League season. We asked you why he was so happy. Well, I'm happy with our new signings. And I'm very happy how Mikel Arteta is changing the team. And I'll be unbelievably happy when Aubameyang signs a new contract. If he signs a new contract. I don't know why you're so happy. I think you'll finish about eighth again. 
Okay, the phrase we want to look at is to add depth to the squad. Jack said Arsenal are adding depth to the squad. Fans, journalists and managers often talk about adding depth to the squad. It means to sign more players to make the squad better. Yes, a team can often have a very good starting 11, but the squad might not be so good. If a club has six good centre-backs and five good strikers, they have good depth. They have good quality throughout their squad, not just in the first team. Listen to the role play with Jack again and listen to how we use the phrase to add depth to the squad in context. Arsenal. So, the season kicks off in less than two weeks. How are you feeling? Uh, if you'd asked me a few months ago, I'd have been pretty despondent, to be honest. But now I'm actually really excited. Why is that? What's changed? Well, winning two trophies in a month helps, but I think Mikel Arteta has got the team playing well and playing for each other, you know. We're also adding depth to the squad. Who have you brought in? Willian from Chelsea on a free and uh, Gabriel from Lille in France for 20-odd million. He should make us look a lot better at the back. What are you most looking forward to this season? Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang signing a new contract. I want him to stay at the Emirates forever. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is... What is this Premier League fan worried about? Aston Villa. Happy to be still in the Premier League? Over the moon. Staying up on the last day of the season, it was like winning the cup final. There seems to be a buzz around the place and I can't wait for the new season to get started. Is it going to be another fight against relegation this season? I don't think so. I hope not. We were starting to gel towards the end of the season and there are enough goals in the team. We just need to tighten up at the back. Anyone new at Villa Park this season? We haven't bought in anyone yet, but I'm not worried. The transfer window is open until October and I'm sure Dean Smith has a few targets in mind. I'd like Jack Grealish to stay. He's Villa through and through. I'm a bit worried that Manchester United are sniffing around. What are you looking forward to this season? The comfort of mid-table. I'd be over the moon with anything higher. I'd also like to see a good cup run. And I'm looking forward to seeing Aston Villa women play their first ever season in the top flight. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan was worried about. This Aston Villa fan, like many others I imagine, is worried about Jack Grealish leaving the club. The phrase we want to focus on is over the moon. This is a great phrase and is used all the time by football managers in interviews after their team has won. It means to be really, really happy. 5-0? I'm over the moon with the performance. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase over the moon in a natural context. Aston Villa. Happy to be still in the Premier League? Over the moon. Staying up on the last day of the season, it was like winning the cup final. There seems to be a buzz around the place and I can't wait for the new season to get started. 
Is it going to be another fight against relegation this season? I don't think so. I hope not. We were starting to gel towards the end of the season and there are enough goals in the team. We just need to tighten up at the back. Anyone new at Villa Park this season? We haven't bought in anyone yet, but I'm not worried. The transfer window is open until October and I'm sure Dean Smith has a few targets in mind. I'd like Jack Grealish to stay. He's Villa through and through. I'm a bit worried that Manchester United are sniffing around. What are you looking forward to this season? The comfort of mid-table. I'd be over the moon with anything higher. I'd also like to see a good cup run. And I'm looking forward to seeing Aston Villa women play their first ever season in the top flight. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is... What is this Premier League fan looking forward to? Brighton and Hove Albion. So, what's new at Brighton this season? Not much really, I hope. This is our fourth Premier League season and we're starting to make steady progress. Avoiding relegation will be the priority, but now playing a more expansive game. So you think you'll see more goals at the Amex this season? I hope so. We're usually quite tight at the back, but could do with scoring a few more goals. Who should non-Brighton fans look out for? Eve Bissouma is a Mali international who's taken some time to settle in, but is now looking like a really good player. What are you most looking forward to this season? Beating Crystal Palace and getting back into the stadium. I'm not a big fan of matches behind closed doors. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan was looking forward to. He said beating Crystal Palace because Palace are Brighton's main rivals and also watching matches at stadiums. Yes, I think that's something all fans want to get back to. OK, the phrase we want to focus on is to be tight at the back. This football phrase is used to describe a team or defence that doesn't concede many goals or chances to score. The team that had the tightest defence in the last season was Liverpool. They only conceded 33 goals. At the back means in defence. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase tight at the back in a natural context. Brighton and Hove Albion. So, what's new at Brighton this season? Not much really, I hope. This is our fourth Premier League season and... We're starting to make steady progress. Avoiding relegation will be the priority, but now playing a more expansive game. So you think you'll see more goals at the Amex this season? I hope so. We're usually quite tight at the back, but could do with scoring a few more goals. Who should non-Brighton fans look out for? Eve Bissouma is a Mali international who's taken some time to settle in, but is now looking like a really good player. What are you most looking forward to this season? Beating Crystal Palace and getting back into the stadium. I'm not a big fan of matches behind closed doors. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is... What is this Premier League fan proud of? Burnley. What can you say about Burnley? Another top-half finish last season. 
Can you ask for anything more? It's something that not just the club and its fans are proud of, but something the whole town is proud of. Burnley is a small town. There are only 70,000 people here. We have no right to be in the Premier League, really. But you are, and you do have the right. But how far can Burnley go, and can you keep it going? Of course, we'll keep fighting and pushing. We are the underdogs against whoever we play, but underdogs can win. We have the right work ethic and a brilliant manager in Sean Dyche. But how far can you go with fighting spirit? I think that's an easy mistake to make. We fight and work for each other, but these are Premier League players and don't get the credit they deserve. We don't just lump the ball up front, you know. Yeah, of course. So, who should we be watching out for this season? Dwight McNeil is a fantastically talented forward who can operate on either wing or centrally. I think he'll be in the England squad by the end of the season. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan was proud of. She said she was proud of her club and how a small club and a small town can be battling against other Premier League clubs based in large cities with larger fan bases. The bit of language we want to look at in this role play is the word underdog. People use the word underdog to talk about football and other sports all the time. The underdog in football is the team that has less chance of winning. This might be because on paper the players aren't as good, the team is in a lower league, their budget is much smaller or the team haven't been playing well. Burnley are often described as underdogs as they aren't a club with a big budget or a big fan base. They're often seen as a team that are greater than the sum of their parts. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the word underdog in a natural context. Burnley. What can you say about Burnley? Another top-half finish last season. Can you ask for anything more? It's something that not just the club and its fans are proud of, but something the whole town is proud of. Burnley is a small town. There are only 70,000 people here. We have no right to be in the Premier League, really. But you are, and you do have the right. But how far can Burnley go, and can you keep it going? Of course, we'll keep fighting and pushing. We are the underdogs against whoever we play, but underdogs can win. We have the right work ethic and a brilliant manager in Sean Dyche. But how far can you go with fighting spirit? I think that's an easy mistake to make. We fight and work for each other, but these are Premier League players and don't get the credit they deserve. We don't just lump the ball up front, you know. Yeah, of course. So, who should we be watching out for this season? Dwight McNeil is a fantastically talented forward who can operate on either wing or centrally. I think he'll be in the England squad by the end of the season. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is... What is this Premier League fan excited about? Chelsea. There has been a lot of transfer activity at Stamford Bridge this summer. Yes, it's very exciting. Roman Abramovich has been splashing the cash and I can't wait for the season to start and see some of these players in action. Who have you signed then? We signed Ben Chilwell from Leicester for £50 Timo Werner for another £50 Hakim Ziyech from Ajax for nearly £40 and the big one is on its way. 
And who's that? Kai Havertz from Bayern Leverkusen for a rumoured 90 million quid. And we've also signed the PSG captain, Thiago Silva, on a free transfer. Is this the most exciting transfer window ever for Chelsea fans? It's got to be up there. Let's just hope that Frank can get the team to gel. If we can hit the ground running, we've got a real chance this season. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan was excited about. Well, he's excited about all the new signings that Chelsea have made. They've made seven so far, and there are signs that there are more to come. The football phrase we want to look at from this role play is to hit the ground running. To hit the ground running means to start fast and is often used to talk about teams at the beginning of a new season. The fan wants to see Chelsea hit the ground running. He wants Chelsea to start the season by winning their first few matches and gather momentum from that. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase to hit the ground running in a natural context. Chelsea. There has been a lot of transfer activity at Stamford Bridge this summer. Yes, it's very exciting. Roman Abramovich has been splashing the cash and I can't wait for the season to start and see some of these players in action. Who have you signed then? We signed Ben Chilwell from Leicester for 50 million, Timo Werner for another 50 million, Hakim Ziyech from Ajax for nearly 40 million, and the big one is on its way. And who's that? Kai Havertz from Bayern Leverkusen for a rumoured 90 million quid. And we've also signed the PSG captain, Thiago Silva, on a free transfer. Is this the most exciting transfer window ever for Chelsea fans? It's got to be up there. Let's just hope that Frank can get the team to gel. If we can hit the ground running, we've got a real chance this season. Let's move on to our next roleplay. Your question is... What is this Premier League fan worried about? Crystal Palace. Another solid season by the Eagles last year. Do you expect anything different this season? We've been in the Premier League since 2013 now and I think we're established. We're not a yo-yo team like in the past. What about this season? Do you think you'll be able to push on? I hope so. We've got the most experienced manager in the league with Roy Hodgson. It will be his 46th season in the dugout. I think he's probably the most experienced manager in the world. Are you aiming for a top-half finish? That's the aim. If we can grind out a few results early in the season, then we've got a springboard. Any worries? Wilfred Zaha? He's our best player by a mile, and if he leaves, I think we might struggle. But we've brought in a guy called Eberechi Eze. He looks exciting, and it's the most we've spent on a player in a couple of seasons. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan was worried about. She was worried about Palace's star player, Wilfred Zaha, leaving the club. Right, the football phrase we want to look at from this role play is to grind out a result. To grind something out means to produce something that's not that good or interesting, often in large quantities. When a team grinds out a result, it has a slightly different meaning. It means that they didn't play well, but they managed to win or get a point. 
Teams don't play at their best all the time, so we often hear managers and fans talking about grinding out results. Teams that do well are often those who can still grind out results despite not playing very well. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase to grind out a result in a natural context. Crystal Palace. Another solid season by the Eagles last year. Do you expect anything different this season? We've been in the Premier League since 2013 now and I think we're established. We're not a yo-yo team like in the past. What about this season? Do you think you'll be able to push on? I hope so. We've got the most experienced manager in the league with Roy Hodgson. It will be his 46th season in the dugout. I think he's probably the most experienced manager in the world. Are you aiming for a top-half finish? That's the aim. If we can grind out a few results early in the season, then we've got a springboard. Any worries? Wilfred Zaha? He's our best player by a mile, and if he leaves, I think we might struggle. But we've brought in a guy called Eberechi Eze. He looks exciting, and it's the most we've spent on a player in a couple of seasons. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is... What's this Premier League fan looking forward to? Everton. So... How are Everton fans feeling before the start of the new season? We're not usually an optimistic bunch, but I'd say heading into the new season, we're quietly confident of doing well. Why is that? A 12th place finish shouldn't inspire confidence, should it? No, it was poor, but it was a season of transition. In Carlo Ancelotti, we've got a top manager and he's had half a season to bed in and see the players he wants to keep. And there are a few new signings in the pipeline. Yes, Ancelotti can attract big players, the type of player we haven't seen at Goodison Park for years. Who's arrived? Well, we haven't signed anyone yet, but I've heard three big players are due for medicals this week. Who's that then? Abdoulaye Decore from Watford. The Brazilian midfielder, Alan, from Napoli. And wait for it, James Rodriguez from Real Madrid. James Rodriguez, the golden boot winner at the 2014 World Cup. That's the one. I can't wait until he helps us do the double over Liverpool next season. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan was looking forward to. He's obviously looking forward to a better season for Everton this season and seeing some top players signed for the club. But the thing he's looking forward to most is Everton doing the double over Liverpool. This is the phrase we want to look at from this role play. To do the double over. It means to beat another team in the league twice, at home and away from home. A team does the double over another team. This Premier League fan wants Everton to do the double over Liverpool because they're City rivals. It's sweet to do the double over your local rivals. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase to do the double over in a natural context. Everton So, how are Everton fans feeling before the start of the new season? We're not usually an optimistic bunch, but I'd say... Heading into the new season, we're quietly confident of doing well.
Why is that? A 12th place finish shouldn't inspire confidence, should it? No, it was poor, but it was a season of transition. In Carlo Ancelotti, we've got a top manager and he's had half a season to bed in and see the players he wants to keep. And there are a few new signings in the pipeline. Yes, Ancelotti can attract big players, the type of player we haven't seen at Goodison Park for years. Who's arrived? Well, we haven't signed anyone yet, but I've heard three big players are due for medicals this week. Who's that then? Abdoulaye Decore from Watford, the Brazilian midfielder Alan from Napoli, and wait for it, James Rodriguez from Real Madrid. James Rodriguez, the golden boot winner at the 2014 World Cup. That's the one. I can't wait until he helps us do the double over Liverpool next season. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is... Who is most important for your team? Leeds United. Leeds are back in the Premier League after 16 years. How does that feel? It feels wonderful. 16 years is a long time in the wilderness for a club like Leeds. Now we're back, we're going to make the most of it. A tough start, away at Liverpool. Doesn't get much tougher than that, but I think we might catch them cold at the start of the season. There could be a shock result on the cards. You think you're going to do pretty well this season? Honestly, yes. We're not taking anything for granted and we're not going to win the league, but I think there are a few teams worse than us in this league. What should the Premier League be looking out for? Our manager, Marcelo Bielsa. Pep Guardiola, who did he learn from? Marcelo Bielsa. His tactics and work on the training ground has transformed the team. Can a manager be that important? I think so. I said before we're not taking anything for granted. And that's because Marcelo Bielsa doesn't take anything for granted. He always does his homework on every team we face. A prediction? Ninth. I'd be very happy with ninth place. Before the role play, we asked you who this Premier League fans thinks is most important for her team. The answer is the Leeds United manager, Marcelo Bielsa. The football phrase we want to look at from this role play is to take something for granted. To take something for granted means to be so used to something that you don't see its true value. We often talk about children taking their parents for granted. Children don't notice everything that their parents do for them because they're so used to them doing everything for them. In football, we often hear managers saying that they won't take a win for granted or a result for granted. They use it to say that they will be working as hard as ever and not relaxing, even if they are favourites to win. In the role play, it was used to say that Leeds will work hard even if the fan thinks they belong in the Premier League. Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase to take something for granted in a natural context. Leeds United Leeds are back in the Premier League after 16 years. How does that feel? It feels wonderful. 16 years is a long time in the wilderness for a club like Leeds. Now we're back, we're going to make the most of it. A tough start, away at Liverpool. Doesn't get much tougher than that, 
but I think we might catch them cold at the start of the season. There could be a shock result on the cards. You think you're going to do pretty well this season? Honestly, yes. We're not taking anything for granted and we're not going to win the league, but I think there are a few teams worse than us in this league. What should the Premier League be looking out for? Our manager, Marcelo Bielsa. Pep Guardiola, who did he learn from? Marcelo Bielsa. His tactics and work on the training ground has transformed the team. Can a manager be that important? I think so. I said before we're not taking anything for granted. And that's because Marcelo Bielsa doesn't take anything for granted. He always does his homework on every team we face. A prediction? Ninth. I'd be very happy with ninth place. Let's move on to our next role play. Your question is, what's this fan worried about? Leicester City. Leicester had a great season last year, just missing out on the Champions League, but still have a European campaign to look forward to. Yes, yes, it was great, but a bit disappointing at the end. We were in the Champions League places all season, so just to miss out like that was a bitter pill to swallow. Can you get there this season? I'm not sure. Breaking into the top four is so difficult. And now we'll be playing all these extra games in the Europa League. A chance of some silverware? Yes, and it would get us into next season's Champions League. But look at Wolves and Manchester United last season. It's a hard trophy to win. Any new signings yet? No, no new signings. And we've lost Ben Chilwell to Chelsea. So the strength of our squad is a bit of a worry. And if Jamie Vardy gets injured, I don't know where the goals are going to come from. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan is worried about. He was generally quite worried. He was worried about playing too many games. He was worried about not having enough players. But he was probably most worried about the possibility of Jamie Vardy getting injured. The phrase we want to look at from this role play is, where are the goals going to come from? It's not really a fixed phrase, but it's something I often hear football fans talk about when they're worried about their team not scoring enough goals. All our strikers are injured. Where are the goals going to come from? If we play with just one striker, who knows where the goals are going to come from? Listen to the role play again and see how we use the phrase where are the goals going to come from in a natural context. Leicester City Leicester had a great season last year, just missing out on the Champions League but still have a European campaign to look forward to. Yes, yes, it was great, but a bit disappointing at the end. We were in the Champions League places all season, so just to miss out like that was a bitter pill to swallow. Can you get there this season? I'm not sure. Breaking into the top four is so difficult, and now we'll be playing all these extra games in the Europa League. A chance of some silverware? Yes, and it would get us into next season's Champions League. But look at Wolves and Manchester United last season. It's a hard trophy to win. Any new signings yet? No, no new signings. And we've lost Ben Chilwell to Chelsea. So the strength of our squad is a bit of a worry. And if Jamie Vardy gets injured, I don't know where the goals are going to come from. 
Let's move on to our final role play. Your question is... What is this fan nervous about? Fulham. That didn't take long, did it? Fulham are back in the Premier League after just one season. No, it's great. I think the playoffs are the best way to get promoted. It's just so exciting and to beat our local rivals was even sweeter. And do you think you're going to make a better fist of it this time? I hope so. I think the manager Scott Parker has got the team working together better as a unit. We conceded 81 goals last time and I'm a little worried about the defence again. Any new signings at Craven Cottage to plug a few holes in that leaky defence? Not too many, but I think that's where we went wrong last time. We bought lots of players after getting promoted and they didn't have time to gel. So you haven't bought anybody? No, we've bought a couple and we've made a few of our loan signings into permanent deals like Harrison Reed. He was great last season. We've also got the Gabonese midfielder Mario Lamina. He could be really good in the Premier League. Before the role play, we asked you what this Premier League fan is nervous about. She said she was worried about Fulham's defence. They conceded 81 goals the last time they were in the Premier League and she doesn't want the team to make the same mistakes. The football phrase we want to look at from our final role play is a leaky defence. A leak is a small hole that allows liquid to go where it shouldn't. Sometimes you might get leaks in pipes in your house, for example. Something that is leaky has lots of holes in it. So a leaky defence is a defence with lots of holes for attackers to move through. In the role play, Rich spoke about plugging holes in that leaky defence. To plug means to fill a hole. Listen to the role play again and see how we used the phrase leaky defence in a natural context. Fulham. That didn't take long, did it? Fulham are back in the Premier League after just one season. No, it's great. I think the playoffs are the best way to get promoted. It's just so exciting and to beat our local rivals was even sweeter. And do you think you're going to make a better fist of it this time? I hope so. I think the manager Scott Parker has got the team working together better as a unit. We conceded 81 goals last time and I'm a little worried about the defence again. Any new signings at Craven Cottage to plug a few holes in that leaky defence? Not too many, but I think that's where we went wrong last time. We bought lots of players after getting promoted and they didn't have time to gel. So you haven't bought anybody? No, we've bought a couple and we've made a few of our loan signings into permanent deals like Harrison Reed. He was great last season. We've also got the Gabonese midfielder Mario Lamina. He could be really good in the Premier League. Our task for you this week is to choose three of the teams we've been speaking about and tell us how you think they'll do this season. Tell us who you think their best players are, what do you think about the manager, what the club should be hoping for this season and give us a prediction of where you think they'll finish. Try to use some of the language from the podcast and write all your answers on the Premier Skills English website or Apple Podcasts if that's where you listen to us. Have you got a football phrase for us, Rich? We said we'd go for a more difficult phrase this week. 
I have a phrase, and yes, it's more difficult than last week's, but I'm sure a few of you will get it right. This week's football phrase is This phrase is used by fans to complain that their team are trying to score the perfect goal and they're not having any success. The team are passing and passing and passing. They don't want to shoot. They want to They want to play short passes, one-touch football, not run and get the ball in the back of the net without shooting. It's usually got a negative connotation about teams who keep possession and don't shoot enough. The trouble with Arsenal is that they just want to... Isn't that right, Jack? Yes, this is definitely more difficult, so I'm going to give everyone a clue. The clue is the players definitely don't run. They do something much slower than that. Let's see who can get our football phrase right. If you're still wondering what the answer was to last week's football phrase, it was the community shield. Right, that's all we have time for this week. Don't forget to write your answers to our questions and make a guess at our football phrase in the comments below. If you get it right, we'll announce your name in next week's show. If you have a question for us about football or English, you can email us at premierskills at britishcouncil.org. Or you can leave your questions and comments on the website in the comments section or on our Facebook page or Twitter feed. Or you could give us a rating and a fantastic review on Apple Podcasts. Bye for now and enjoy your football. Ah!